Ham World. This your boy Steelo Bundles. I'm out here in Baltimore, man, with my girl Ray and my boy Dodge, man. We live on the Chicken and Rice podcast. You heard me? Ah, get at me. Yeah. Hey yo. Thanks for sharing party a day with us. This is the Chicken and Rice Podcast. I'm Dodge P, and I'm here with my best friend, my confidant, my right-hand woman, the most beautiful girl in the world inside and out, my wife. Say hello, baby. And welcome. I'm Ray, and I'm so excited to share our journey and everything in between with you guys. The best part about it, I get to do it with my husband and my very best friend. I really couldn't ask for anything better than that. I love you, babe. You the sh. Now let's do this. Yeah, you know what I figured out after four or uh, three podcast. Well, this is not the only podcast I do, so I do another podcast. And what? I think I think we've t- we've taped nine episodes, and this is our fourth. I can start a podcast or oh, a podcast. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know what a podcast is like a parfait <laughs> or something. I have no idea. But I can start a podcast. <laughs> anyway, I can start a podcast very well. I just don't know how to end one. So tonight I'm going to try something new when I get tired. When we get tired of talking, so is is we're going to experiment with ending. Um, a podcast, cause a podcast, a podcast. Because up to now, <laughs> I've been like struggling to say good night. You know what I mean? And I do it not only on this one, but on the other one too. It's, it's strange. I'm like, how do we end? And I just, I have, I don't have any idea how to just say, okay, mm-hmm. we're done, without just saying, okay, we're done. Why not? I don't know why not. <laughs> I I didn't plan to end. I planned the intros i didn't plan the outros but i kind of planned one today so we'll see how that goes okay man i'm today is tough i'm tired i feel like i i i'm semi fasting so my energy level is super low hmm. well you just woke me up real quick so well I, I fell asleep for like i don't know how long a minute two minutes i could have woke you up to podcast or woke you up for something else so oh, luckily boy. it's a podcast anyway okay you guys know what i'm saying so, so what you got? What you got? Uh, this week, I, I gotta say that we've been getting a lot of positive feedback on this podcast, which is um, amazing to me because we we, huh, I might have lost words. I mean, we we know what we have and we know what our chemistry is. I just don't think a lot of people on the outside know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um. You know, with this, at least people get to hear kind of what the chemistry really is instead of guessing and thinking that, you know, some of the social media stuff is fake. Right. None of it's really fake. We've definitely um, gotten some great feedback. Mm -hmm. And if you guys are um, new to it, if you can leave us something, I've been getting text messages Mm -hmm. from people that I know who know us. And there's people that know you, but they don't know me. Right. And um, they're giving you feedback good feedback also so if but you know if there's anything you guys like or don't like or want to hear or whatever just shoot me a text shoot me an email right dm me uh, let me know what you guys want to talk about or what you, what you want to hear us talk about and we'll go ahead and do that we'll try to at least yeah i know I, you said that you know some people who know me but don't know you that's just because i get up Mo- and most of my relationships revolve around the things that i do um, and so the stuff that I do is kind of off hours, like at four o'clock in the morning, off hours. So I get up at four thirty and go play basketball till seven thirty, eight o'clock most mornings. And so a lot of 
the people who I tell about the podcast are the guys that I play basketball with. And of course, the first, you know, when, when I tell them, oh, I do a podcast with my wife, they, um, they kind of, fr- I, don't, I don't know if frown is the word that I would use, but they kind of look at me crazy like, well, what is it about? You know what I'm saying? And then right. they listen and they're like, oh, now I know what it's about. Right. It's crazy that you say you wake up at 4.30 in the mm-hmm. morning and you play basketball until 7.30. Because I go to bed at 4.30 in the morning mm-hmm. and I wake up by 7.30 in the morning. Well, hey, listen, then we kind of on schedule. A little bit. A little bit, but not a lot. So, yeah. I mean, that just goes to show that, you know, we are, uh, I mean, it's, it's weird that I kind of know most of your friends. I don't really, I don't really say that I have friends. I don't really, a lot, for me, the friend category is a hard category to get into with me just because I'm, I'm just so, I'm so shut off to a lot of people. Um, and I stay shut, I stay closed off and that I, maybe that's a defense mechanism, but I feel like you know, if I have to, if I build a friendship and a relationship with someone, I f- I'm really um, upset when it goes sour or when it doesn't work out. So I don't build a lot of those bonds easily. You know what I'm saying? Does right. that make sense? It does. Um, it, that's so important to me that all, literally all my friends love you. Right. And that's so important. It's, it is so important to me because my past relationships, either they didn't want to get to know my friends mm-hmm. didn't um really want to get to know the fam like just it was just kind of weird to me so the fact that my family loves you so much they all accept you with open arms mm-hmm. uh all my friends are basically now your friends even though technically like you said you're you, you use the term you know you don't use it loosely but they all love you and they all know you and mm-hmm. that's important that that's really important to me i mean i'm a good dude i mean i definitely a good dude and i feel like as a friendship if you have me in your friendship circle you have a, an asset you know what i mean right. I, that's what i think i could i could be totally wrong i could be just tooting my own horn pause but i feel like i'm a great friend to have you know just because i'm so versed in a i'm so well versed that's right. that's just how i feel and your your family definitely um accepted me with open arms and the little bit of family that i've introduced you to of mine same with you you know but i'm not really close to my family i've never i've never been really close to my family so it's 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 a little tough but that's just you know that's just the way it is but that doesn't keep up and it's it's crazy because you would think that somebody who's very close to their family or who was kind of estranged from their family would be would gravitate towards someone with their same background and it couldn't be more opposite like you're super super close with my family and me i could i I, i'm i feel bad saying it but like i could care less i feel like i've been on my own forever right you know what i'm saying so i appreciate um i appreciate having your family to lean on in 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 the time of need so that that's always a good thing to, to have especially your dad your dad is pretty uh your dad's pretty knowledgeable in a lot of things. Yes. So that is, um, that's great. You guys actually piggybacked <laughs> off of each other with um, working on this house. What do you mean piggy? Piggybacked like learning stuff from each other uh, and the, you know, you do electric. What, what do you say? What do you say? What? I do electrical now. Yeah, I do electrical now. <laughs> well, I learned so, how to do a lot of stuff with it. The, right. Listen. We 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 remodeled this house from top to bottom, every single room, 
and and part of this office. So I ha- it was either I had to learn part quickly. of the office, the whole damn office. Well, what the back mean? part where the washing machine and dryer and stuff are, we didn't redo. Well, that's walled off, so that doesn't count. We're talking about the office. This whole office is redone. Well, anyway, top to bottom, floor, ceiling, walls, everything. We touched every room in this house except the back part of this office and the attic. And if I didn't learn how to do it, then we would have been have we would have had to pay out the ass to have somebody come in and do it. And and you know it was either you know shit or get off the pot. And I learned a lot, you know, in those right. in those fifteen months. And those are these are skills that I didn't I couldn't get from my father or my dad or whatever I want to call him because he's not in the picture. But your dad is willing, and your mom too. Like we were all in here on our hands and knees, right. ripping Chip- up this floor. Yes, so. It was really a family affair, you know what I mean, when, really we, when we did this house. You know what I mean? It took us 15 months, and uh, a lot of stuff I learned on the fly, and I bought $10,000 so worth of tools and all that stuff just to <laughs> right. get this house. But this house is, is dope, you know what I mean? I would have it no other way, but your your parents were a, a integral f- um, a piece of helping us remodel this house, right. you know what I mean? So we hired someone to do our kitchen mm-hmm. and our we turned a bedroom upstairs into our master bathroom and right. turned that whole area into a master suite. Right. But the rest of the house, my father, mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. my mom, mm-hmm. and myself right. did it ourselves. I wish I could find that video. I got the video when I was falling off the stilts. <laughs> so I gotta find Wait, it. so so we did we did hire somebody because there was wallpaper everywhere. Right. To um, re <laughs> to put drywall over it because no, we put the drywall up. We hired somebody to come in and uh, and uh, sand sand and uh, and and uh, right, right, uh, skim coat it. Yeah, skim coat it. So he <laughs> they had those um, <laughs> those stilts or whatever the hell you call, yeah, it, and stilts. he left it because he was gonna come back <laughs> right the next day, and this guy. Decides to put it on. Why not? I could do it. I feel like I could do anything. <laughs> in the video, you have to link the video somewhere. I gotta you find to, the video again. It is hilarious. All you hear is me going, "Oh no!" Yeah. So I put <laughs> the stilts on. He's like, "Oh shit!" The guy <laughs> who uh, who was uh, sanding and and um, skim coating, he left stilts here, and I I was like, you know what? I could do stilts. You know what I mean? Clown ass myself. Clown me. I could mind do you. There's still dishwashers everywhere. Right. Nails all over the floors. Right. Um, boards everything that could probably split you in half and so you decided to fall on all those what, things what happened was the stilts they had the straps you know that go around your calf and i thought i strapped it on I, pause I, <laughs> I thought i had tied the straps well and i didn't once i started moving the belt came loose and like my foot went one way and the stilt went the other way and I I, I almost I felt like I could have broke my back because I almost he, he fell cr- on the you, yeah uh, you crashed I almost you fell crashed. on that stove or washing machine whatever we had that was in the room so it was it was funny but it was scary but it was <laughs> it was more funny when I realized that I wasn't hurt you know yeah so mm. you guys definitely got to check that out yeah I gotta find it I got I've I switched my phone a couple times since then or did some but I gotta I gotta find that video because it's very very funny so, okay mm, so um <laughs> I have put a challenge out to you um to see who had the better playlist and because we were when we went to where did we we went somewhere and you put your playlist on I was like ooh, I kind of like this I kind of like I liked your playlist more than I like mine. My music um, selection is good for me, but I'm not sure it's good for everybody else. Like you have, um, you you are more of a um, hits. You have more of a yes. hits based playlist. Yes, where my playlist is kind of more 
uh, eclectic. Even though it's hip hop, it's like kind of it's, it's not unknown hip hop, but it's more hip hop than probably you know most people will be comfortable with if they're not like true hip hop heads. Right. No, so, I have I have all pretty much all hits. I am my favorite genre is. R&B mm-hmm. first and foremost mm-hmm. second is hip hop mm-hmm. and after that is I would say um, pop and just kind of a mixture of everything it was funny because because growing up I had like my pop music so I loved my my in sync and mm-hmm. and you know and then and then I had all my hip hop stuff so right in a in the early 90s I used to come home from school for a little whatever little bit of money I can save and scrape up and everything i would have my white magazines and i would have you know the the bop um let me see if i remember some of these names you probably have no idea what bop i'm talking was about a magazine so i think bop was like the the pop magazine so those were right. like the the uh it, it, it was like the white magazine mm-hmm. so um what else was there there was bop are oh you God. talking about just for pop music? Yeah, they yeah, used to have all the posters and stuff. Right. But then they had like the black magazines, right? So they had Word Up, Fly, Right, right. right On, Fresh, yeah, Black Yeah, you know all Beat. of those. Yeah. So I had, I, I remember all those. <laughs> so I had all the Salt and Pepper posters, the mm-hmm. TLC, the Immature. Like mm-hmm. I had all those posters. So music, I do love music. I love, I love all the hits from the 90s and R&B. My playlist is is pretty much hip hop and R and B from like the mid to late nineties and early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, some current songs, but for the most part, that's like my era. That's like my favorite era of music. You're you're pretty. I don't know if I could call it fortunate or unfortunate because you grew up. You're an eighties baby. Like you don't know a time when there wasn't hip hop. Right. So I know a time. I know the time before hip hop. And that's crazy to me because I talk to people all the time like, yo, I remember when hip hop hit the scene and I'm like, yo, what is this? You know what I mean? It was because before then I was listening to like soft rock and heavy metal and like people like Pat Benatar and disco. Like before hip hop, disco was my favorite genre. I don't care what Which anybody says. Which is so says. funny to me because I can't imagine him listening. I can't imagine you listening to disco. What are you talking about? I, I got mean, some I disco know, right in my playlist right now. I know, but when the, was it Saturday night? <laughs> Saturday, Saturday night fever. Saturday night fever What's came the problem? on and he was doing those dances and you knew songs. all the dances and I the know songs. All the, listen. I was crying because it's, again, this is my, and we were talking about this before, you know, we said kids today probably listen to music from the 90s and think it's like kind of trash mm-hmm. like i listen to early hip-hop and i can't say that i don't appreciate it because this is where it all stemmed from mm-hmm. but i can't say i like it either because it was before my time you like so, what you don't like so what? i can't like disco i can't stuff? no i'm saying like hip-hop like early oh, hip-hop okay. like okay, yeah, yeah. so i can't really like get the hip, with the hop the hip, funky hip, fresh you know what i mean so that's too, <laughs> that's a little too early for me right so i appreciate it when i was old enough to, to be able to, to choose whatever music I want to listen to. Mm, yeah, you were fortunate because I was I I didn't I didn't have a choice. We were dead broke. It wasn't like you know we I didn't. It wasn't like I had my own radio. It was when we went somewhere you know in the car. I had to of course the drivers in control of the radio. So I I was I was I, I'm not saying that I didn't get exposed to good music because right. I got exposed to great music. I'm just saying that there was a time. When there wasn't hip hop. And I remember that time like it was yesterday. But I think that's super dope that you were there to see the beginning of an era. An Mm -hmm. era that's so big now that hip hop is actually 
the new pop music. Hip hop is popular music today. Right. Everyone listens to it just about. I mean, at my job, I've seen like 60-year-old white mm-hmm. men just bobbing their heads and stuff to the current songs. And it's just kind of like, whoa. Like, I'm kind of like, oh, okay. I'm taken back by businessmen with their suits that come mm-hmm. in and stuff. So it's popular music today. It It's what in japan it's all over it's yeah. everywhere people I, have their own versions of themselves you know rapping and their language and everything so i think mm-hmm. that's super dope that even though you said it's kind of unfortunate that you were around before hip-hop was there you were fortunate enough to have your mind open to other music mm-hmm. and then also see the beginning and the birth of an era that is i don't think ever going to go anywhere i know at one time um I know you don't believe it, but I used to be a rapper, actually. So <laughs> You know what? So we have battles no, all the listen, time. Listen, we're not talking about Every our week, battles. I'm talking about like- We have battles. And he always- listen. No, see, the reason why I don't oh believe him God. is because I, I've never heard you. I've never I heard know. you be for real. Listen. And then all you do is that a one, a two, like, come on. Like, what am, listen, I, what am I supposed I'm, to do with that? Listen, like, of course I'm going to think be, you can't. Like, I used to have- Rap. I used to rap like real, like, I used to rap. And um, what really discouraged me once Tell them your name, babe No, we're not there <laughs> We're not talking about that So what, ha- <laughs> what happened was that I um, What really discouraged me was I entered a talent contest um, And it got down to me and this other rapper I've never been in the best shape You know, I've never been like muscle head Anything like that or, you know, six pack and blah, blah, blah. Like my arms and chest got pretty bulky at one time, but that was older. Anyway, I entered this uh, talent contest at the school. It was down to me and this other guy. I was winning. And then the dude took off his shirt and I lost. Wow. I've never heard this story before. Yeah, that's something... I pulled that one out the tool belt, but yeah. So that that there kind of discouraged me, and I was like, "Oh man, that's that's whack." You know what I mean? And I think we we opened up for the talent show was the opener for I think was brand Nubians at the time. So it was kind of a big deal if I would have won that. And there may be people who listen to this who went to high school with me who will know exactly what I'm talking about. But that did happen, and I and that kind of it put a monkey wrench in my whole like shit because I was like, "Nah, I, I'm I." It, it turned me off totally. And and so from that point on, I just kind of stopped rapping, but uh, best believe I'm still nice. Didn't you DJ too though? I never DJed. I oh, mean, okay. I, I, uh, you know, I, I, because I'm a rapper, I'm, I'm familiar with all the, you know, all the tools of hip hop. So I was never a legit DJ, but I can DJ. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But I was more a rapper than anything else. Okay. So, yeah. So the dude took his shirt off and he got the most applause and like the tiebreaker and I thought that was whack. That's how I feel every Halloween with my costumes. Well, with the with the applause. Yeah, that yes. shit. That shit is whack because you have to be. I guess you have to be more popular than talented these days. Right, because oh, yeah. I always have the best costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your costumes are pretty dope. Um, I mean, they're not as good as my rapping, but hey, it is it's, what it no, is. No, it's way better. Whatever. Come on, stop playing. <laughs> stop playing <laughs> these games. Whatever. So I don't know if you had your list, but I'm gonna read off um just a couple of. Uh, I asked you to. Pick out your favorite songs from the 90s, from 90 to 99, 2000 to 2010, and then 2010 to um, to now. And when I made out my list, I found something very, um, very uh, interesting in, my, in the songs that I chose because a lot of the music that I like is real melodic and it almost has some of 
some of that um kind of throwback vibe like kind of that um it just has a lot of real heavy r&b presence with like a lot of singing and a lot of chorus and stuff like that when i looked at when i looked at the songs that i was really um reminiscing about i noticed that most of my songs they all kind of followed the same structure and okay. so from the 19 from the 1990s to 99 it was hard for me and these these songs are probably not on anybody's radar from that from the 90s because in the 90s you had um who came out you had a uh, uh NWA, you had uh, Dr. Dre came out in the 90s. You had, um, who else came out in the 90s? Um, Everybody came out in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, so it was tough. But when I when I figured out my list, my my favorite songs, I have two I couldn't narrow it down, was uh, Pete Rock and Seal Smooth, They Reminisce Over You, and um, Electric Relaxation by a Tribe Called Quest. Out of the whole 90s, like those may be my two favorite songs. Mm. What about you? Do you <clears throat> so from the nineties? See, I have my main one. So TLC was one of my favorite girl groups growing mm-hmm. up. It, what they were my favorite girl groups, right? Growing up, so Creep is is my favorite song. Now, when I also really really love um, Maya's "Best of Me," the original and the remix mm-hmm. with Jada and Jay. Right? Who had the better verse? <sighs> I think I think Jay ate that. I mean, right. Jada he did too, but Jay's verse was just mm-hmm. was very like it's just sick. Like he was it right was, in his pocket, right there. It was crazy, mm-hmm. and but I love both songs equally. Like right. I love the original and I love I love the remix. But that came out like ninety nine two thousand, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like is it more what I say that's more a nineties thing or a two thousand? I think the album came out in ninety nine or two thousand. I'm not exactly sure, mm-hmm. but. Just to be safe in that era, in that time, that decade, I'm just gonna say uh, TLC creep. And so for in the 2000s was also really hard because the 2000s is probably the the best so far rap era, like mid 90s to the end of the 2000s. Probably for me, probably the most the most um, the the best music, the best hip hop music for me right at this point. And so from the 2000s, I chose. Um, a Millie by um, Little Wayne and Annie Up, uh, Annie Up MOP. Because Wait, MOP didn't that come out in the uh, in the nineties? Uh, uh-uh. that came out. I think it came out in the two thousands. I I'm pretty sure it came out in the two thousands. Okay. So those were my two and a Millie because when Wayne got in his pocket, I thought you say one. Per- I did say one, but when oh, I started to go down my hell? list, I couldn't I couldn't choose just one. I was like um. What was it Kit Kat? You can't eat just one or whatever. Oh that goodness. I couldn't, and I, I had to choose at least two. But I'm just saying, in the 2000s, it was Little Wayne was on fire. Little Wayne was on fire. Okay, so it was a Millie and Annie Up. Annie Up by MLP. Yep. Okay, so mine is mm. which I have to take it back real quick. My first concert that I've ever been to was at the Electric uh, Electric Factory. I haven't been to too many concerts actually. I've been to a handful. Right, and it was in sync. And Justin Timberlake was my boyfriend at the time. It was 2014. Really? What, he, how'd you break he up? He just didn't know it. Oh, he didn't know he was your No, he didn't know. He was know. his girlfriend then. Right. So he wasn't really... So, okay, I get it. Nah. But my favorite song of in the 2000s, between 2000 and 2010, was from his album, Future mm-hmm. Sex Love Sound, and it's My Love. And that's actually 
my favorite song of all time. Of all time, of ever? all time, ever. Wow. So my love, I can listen to it. That's with Timberland, million, right? Yes. Okay. And a Ti. Okay. Um, I can listen to it forever, like, and I will never get tired of that song. Mm. So that is my pretty much my favorite song of all time. And even though he's kind of like a pop artist, he t- he plays with the R and B thing too. Right. So all my songs right now are looking like. R&B songs yeah, I was that are like that. my favorite. Like, but uh, R&B is my favorite okay. genre of music. So. Yeah, I think hip hop is definitely mine, but a lot but if you look at my 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 tops, a lot of them are based in R&B. So, and and for the 2000s to now, which I really didn't I didn't spend a ton of time, but I know right off the bat that um Rick Ross Aston Martin Music the extended version with Drake's verse on it is my favorite. I think that Rick Ross blacked out on that. Um, song and Drake definitely blacked out on his um, his verse at the end. Right. It was it like that to me. That's like one of the most melodic songs that um, Rick Ross has, has ever done to me at this time. It, I don't know why that song hits me so hard. Like I love that song with the Drake verse. Right. I loved it before the Drake verse, and then somehow I came across the version long time ago. The remix with it wasn't actually the remix. I kind of figured that listening to the original song that Drake would rap. And then in the original song, when he didn't, it was kind of like upsetting. And then I found the extended version with him on it. And I was like, yo, this, I'm like, I always say to this day, how can anyone not like him? Well, I I do love that song. I I didn't pick a song from uh, 2010 to now because I don't know what my favorite song is. I don't think I really have one from that era. Um, Mm -hmm. there's There's a ton of songs that I do love. But talking about Rick Ross, I mm-hmm. my favorite Rick Ross song is um, "Hustling." Yeah, like he he came out with that song. I could that song I never get tired of. Right, I can just listen to that. The over original and over again. or the remix? Original. Okay. Yeah, the original. So that's without Jay on it. That's without Jay Z. It's just Ross. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I like that song too. Remember, remember we found uh, some of his old mixtapes. We were like, "No, nah, it's not Rick Ross." Yeah. Yeah, it's, crazy. it's crazy how people crazy. hone like their craft and mm-hmm. and figure out what what they what the formula is that works for them. Right. And it was funny talking about music, and I'm gonna switch the subject over just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But we we're talking about beards too, and the life changing effects oh my that beards have on dudes. Are you talking about me or other dudes? I'm just talking about people in general. Okay. No, you're because you're fine with or without a beard. Okay, cool. We talked about we talked about Harden. Oh, definitely. Right? Harden's a different person without that, a beard. We talked we talked about Embiid before, and not even just the beard. Let me let me not say just the beard. Mm-hmm. A be- but the beard is very like uh, big in changing the look of somebody and their whole swag. And beard whole, is life changing for it, most it, for it, a lot it of dudes. It is life changing, but <laughs> when people figure when guys kind of come into their look mm-hmm. when. Because a lot of guys, I feel like they start to look better as they get older. Right. And I, f- I feel like they're still trying to figure out what looks best on them. Right. And then some guys, they start to grow you know, older, get a little bit of a salt and pepper in their beard, start mm-hmm. growing out their beard. Right. And then they just super duper fly. Like, I'm just right. like, damn, like, but you look back at old pictures, you're like, ooh. You yeah. know, women is kind of like the opposite. It's like, you see pictures of young and you're like, damn, mm-hmm. she was so, she was so hot, blah, blah, blah. And then now it's like, oh, guys, to me, guys get better with age. You flip it. I mean, nowadays, obviously, women, if we take care of ourselves and everything like that, then 
I feel like we get better with age too. Right. But guys seem to find their look when they're older. Mm, yeah, a beard, a beard, a beard to make your whole day, make your whole life better. So I seen, yeah, Harden is one. Um, couple, it's a couple other people. I can't think right off the top. Um, Rick Ross too. Before Rick Ross had a beard, he, you know, he looked young in Drake. the face. Drake definitely looks more. Uh, he, I, no homo. He looks more. He looks better with a beard. Um, he looks more. Um, why do guys have to say that? Because no homo. I don't know, like, I, and I, I don't want to offend anyone. Right? I love everybody, but it is just something. But it's, what is that that guys always have to say that no homo? I don't know why. Pause. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's just something. It's just something you say, and you know, I've been saying it for so long that it's almost a part of the language. But you know what's was more interesting than that is that imagine how quick your brain has to be moving. For you to realize that you have to say that when you say something that may have you sounding questionable, you understand what I'm saying? So there's not, like I said, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just I've I've been saying it forever. I guess it's just a part of the culture and how I, not even how I grew up, because that's kind of new. That's about I think two uh, thousands when that the phrase started coming on the scene, but that's neither here nor there. So we talk about music, then we're gonna get off of it. Um, one of my favorite artists too is T-Pain and I watched an interview the other day where I heard T-Pain say that he studied auto-tune for two years before he ever used it and when he said that it made sense to me because he sounds the best on using auto-tune the best out of everyone so he said he actually met the guy who invented auto-tune and it wasn't initially used for music see a lot of people think he copied Roger Trotman and that computer love sound and this he says it's totally different E, uh, e pain. Wow, I must tire. I'm tired. T pain says that you know the auto tune um, technology was actually used. It was invented by a guy who was digging for oil, and it was kind of like sonar. He mm. sent the sound into the ground, and if it came back a different tone, then he knew that there was oil there or it wasn't. Wow. Yeah. So he met with the dude, studied it for two years, and because T pain can actually sing, he's able to manipulate the whatever it is. The algorithm so that he sounds the best and it's crazy because when you think about it you always wonder why nobody sounds as good as he does now we know why wait so <laughs> what remember when you when you bought that um that i don't know was an app or a, a something oh, i was doing beats and, and you yeah yeah this he, you know one day you just wake up and say i'm, I'm gonna a, do some beats right and you just start doing beats right and then you start doing the auto-tune thing mm -hmm. and it actually sounded good it actually sound, you know why it sounded good because i didn't just start singing on it and you know doing anything i actually had to like i what i had to do was i had to figure out kind of like t-pain only in 10 minutes and not two years i had to figure out what tone i had to make my voice or what note I had to, what key I had to sing in, in order to get the uh, software to put out a good sounding um, key. You understand what I'm saying? That was hilarious yeah. because I heard the before mm -hmm. and the after. Yeah, you thought I was joking around. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I could sing now." You was like, "Get out of here!" And I did it. And you was like, "Oh shoot, it sounds like, good." What? Yeah. So uh, in Philly, funny. they got um in Philly. They I, I don't know if it's in Philly or if it's everywhere. I heard it a, a couple different places, uh, a, a couple different cities. They got this. Um, I'm so quote unquote put your city here challenge. And right. like I think it's there's Harlem, there's Philly, Brooklyn. I, Brooklyn. I heard a Tampa one the other day and it was the Tampa one was I weak. I think it started with Brooklyn. Was it so Brooklyn? The so Brooklyn challenge. I have no or something idea like that? because I'm so turned off by music now that I don't listen to a lot of new stuff. 
which it, it's, it's, uh, it's sad to say, but I don't. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's, it's sad to say that I don't listen to a lot of music because it's terrible. But uh, yeah, I don't like I don't like eighty percent of the music out today. Right, eighty percent, which is crazy because in the nineties I loved I would say about ninety percent of music, and it was only a few songs that I didn't like. We're um we're for those who don't know we're Philadelphia based, so um I would love to feature. I would love to to feature um, local artists, but I have to like your music. Like I can't just feature people just for the sake of featuring them. And so we're friends with with one with with uh, a rapper. Um, he will he'll he'll be on next week. However, this so quote unquote city challenge is so hot right now that he sent me um he sent me the verse that he did and he killed it. So Ate it. he he like I was like yo it it actually it made me feel some type of way like it sent kind of pause chills down my body like this, this like the way he bodied the beat and he was in pocket with his raps and everything i was like yo this is crazy take a listen I'm so Philly, I really started in a movie with Gilly. It's blood brother for you mighty gone motherfuckers. I'm feeling like a young Carlito Brigante. You popping shit, I'm popping Andre. Cheap champagne with your fiance. I'm Don Juan de Ponce. Flowing deeper than Dante. Philly hotter than Pompeii. Pre-Trump Kanye. Mixed with a bit of Conway. No Brooklyn boy, but I could probably bag a Beyonce. I'm so Philly on my cocky shit. Despite the chicken cheese steaks that got me back on my stocky shit. Here come the cliche Philly carbon copy shit. Flyers, Eagles, soar, hockey shit. Shit, boxing, rocky shit, obvious, damn, hop off of Rocky's dick. I'm so Philly, I really be getting love from legends. Bear my soul in these records and they respect it. Or put me in the hood with the killers and I'm accepted. Or I can teach a class at Temple about introspection. Can do the best of both, like I'm ambidextrous. So Philly, I'm eclectic. Whole life I've been rejected. Living in drug infested hoods with no direction. Neglected, no electric, sparking a new perspective. I got a second chance at life, got resurrected. You measuring success from social media metrics. I'm measuring success. By taking care of my yo, Frankie, he Ate. killed that. Like when I say, I was like, yo, I had to text him like, yo, this is pro- this is the bet. Like this is the bet. Here's I'm so disconnected. I was like, yo, the beat was fire. Like your 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 flow was fire. You was right in this pocket that I haven't heard in a long time. And he was like, oh yeah, that's not even a beat. And I was like, what? I was like, huh? Like that's how disconnected I am from hip hop right now. He was like, "Yeah, it's this challenge. It's this so city challenge," and I had to just you know had to lay one. And I was like, "Yo, I'm playing this on the podcast because it's so dope. I want to put it in my iTunes, but I stream everything now, so I don't I don't even sync my iTunes anymore. I wish that joint was on you know the streaming service of my choice." Yeah. So Frankie Frankie Vado is mm-hmm. his name, and he's a very very good friend of ours. Like very good friends. Mm-hmm. They come to mom's and eat soup. Mm-hmm. Good friends. Mm-hmm. And we've been friends now, I don't know, maybe about seven years or so. And it was funny because the first time I asked you to come to his show, yo, he yeah. was like, what he do, sing? Because no, he looks dude, like a whole... I thought the dude played the guitar. He, he looks like he would like <laughs> sing a, a slow ballad or something. And... It's, it I was, was pretty funny. much like, yo, don't play funny. with my hip hop like this. I know, but he, yeah, he's very talented. And from the first show, I was like, okay, I mean, we hopefully he come, he's gonna be able to join us soon. Um, but you know, we'll talk about the whole thing. But I was just like, yo, don't play with, don't waste my. I'm like, yo, don't waste my time with this BS like guitar, like <laughs> acoustic. What do you play? Acoustic guitar, whatever. Like, yeah, I was like, all right. So, and I was like, man, I was, I, I was. I was like, I don't want to do it, but 
you know, I didn't want to go, but it was your guy from the job. So I was like, all right, I'll go. And I was very surprised. You know what I mean? Again, like everything else I suggest. It, not oh, not everything. Just, well, here's, just about. Here's, here's just part about. of the thing. Here's, here's part of the thing. Being in a, in a successful relationship, you have to um, be vulnerable and you have to do some things that make your partner happy regardless of how you feel or how you are perceived doing them. And so a lot of things that you um, ask me to do, I may put up a false fight, but the fight is never real. It's just, you know, part of my manhood saying it should be a struggle, but not really a struggle. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm always like, no, and then I'll change my mind. But my answer was never really a stern no, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? You don't say no to me. Yes, Stop I playing do. these games. Yes, I do. Stop playing. I just said no to you last night. No, you didn't. I you was were tired. sleeping. Well, <laughs> what's the difference? So anyway, what I'm saying is, like, I'm... I'm the the, the uh, one of the keys to a successful relationship is being vulnerable, and I am most I am more vulnerable with you than I ever have been, and that's because you, um, as a wife, as a friend, you don't make me feel less of a man for doing some things or for um, opinions or um, feelings that only you and I talk about that I have. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And so that, and I thank you for that because a lot of men don't have that. Like I, I think, um, I, I read a lot of stuff on inter, on the online where people will post something and say, you know, a man has to be strong and this and that and the other and never let a woman see you cry or show emotions. But I think that's the wrong message to send. That you, is the wrong message. I don't want to be with a stone wall. Right. So and and I remember when I used to be a stonewall. Like I used I used to be in a relationship where I would I I didn't even talk to the chick for three four days, and we lived together. That's crazy. I don't even know how does that even happen. I don't know. It's crazy now that I say it back to you, but it, it was like regular. Yeah, that's that's insane. And so and it's yeah, it's not like some, you didn't talk. We live in the same house, and you didn't talk to me for a few days. I'm like, what, what's the beef? Like I don't understand. Like mm -hmm. that's crazy. There's no way that. That was the norm, honestly. And, and, and we talk to each other when we're at work, or right. when we text each other, or right. whatever. Like, so to live in a house with a person and not even speak to them for days—that's yeah, insane. Be three, it would be like two, three, that's four insane. days. It would be nuts, and life would go on like everything was fine. It, there that's would just weird. be no communication. That's weird. It is very weird now that I that I'm saying it back. But listen, there were I, I spent a lot of relationships of I spent a lot of years like that with different people. And it's, it's strange because I just like, I don't know how I went through life. Like right at this point in my life right now, there's a couple of things that I do not like. Um, adamant that I do not like. And one is um, men who talk bad about their wives or girlfriends. That shit drives me insane because I'm like, yo, I don't want to hear that. And if you're not happy, you should get out of that relationship. Right. You know what I mean? And it doesn't, and it doesn't make you look good in my eyes and I'm not saying it don't make you look good in your in in your other friend's eyes when you when you bash your wife or girlfriend. Right. I even even if they are batshit crazy. But right. I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah. you, dude, I don't want to hear it. Like right. it just sounds bad that, oh, she's this and she's that and mm -hmm. I can't stand her, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. That's yeah, that sounds kind of crazy to hear someone really bash, you know, especially a wife mm -hmm. or something like that. Like, then y'all really shouldn't be together. I agree. I mean, you shouldn't, but some people can't make those hard right. decisions. Or, or, or go to therapy or something. Therapy 
helps. It does help. And like I said, but that's, but you have to be vulnerable enough to allow someone else to help you fix your shit. Right. But see, the unbiased third Excuse party mm-hmm. is the best thing that you could do because you could go and, and they can totally be unbiased and mm-hmm. let you know what the situation really is. Mm-hmm. And and probably maybe help you fix it if it's broken, right? You know what I mean. So you have to just be willing to do it. You have to be vulnerable and gentle. And dudes, like, listen, fellas, it's okay. If it's okay, if it, uh, let me just say this: if you are vulnerable to your woman and she makes fun of you for being vulnerable, you got to get rid of her. Yeah, no, that's that's not cool. It's not cool at all. She has to go. As hard as that may seem, and as easy as it as I may you may perceive me saying it like it's the truth as hard as it as hard as it is to hear that truth like a woman who won't allow you to be vulnerable around her is trash because if not her who else if 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 there's anyone that you should be able to let your emotions out around Mm -hmm. it should be your partner right i agree i agree and that's that's one thing that it was that's one thing that was it wasn't tough for me at the beginning because I was ready for a re- I was ready for this, but I remember. Um, damn, my phone. That's that's on, Bjorn. B. That's Bjorn texting me. <laughs> talk about basketball in the morning. You yes, know. it's Tuesday. <laughs> I'm gonna be at, I'm gonna be at basketball, dude. Okay, I know you're listening. I'll be there. Oh my god. Hopefully. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's one thing that I was ready for. I was ready to be vulnerable. And I remember one time, you know, we we talked about this before when you you asked me about what I was doing and I was I kind of shut you down. And then I realized that like, what am I doing? I'm reverting back to the guy that I didn't want to be. You know what I mean? And I was like, yo, let me nip that in the bud. And I apologized f- to you at the time for being that way because I knew that it was a mistake. I was um, falling back into old habits. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And I, and I could see that it hurt your feelings because that person, you didn't know who that was. Right, because I, all I said literally was like, hey, babe, like, oh, mm-hmm. where were you at? Or what were you doing? And you had a whole attitude like, yeah. why Why are you asking me this? Like, why you got to yeah. know? What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean, why do I have to know? I'm just asking you. This is n- normal conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm not um, interrogating you right. or anything like that. It was just... Oh, what was you? Where were you at? What were you doing? But not in a in a way of whatever. It was just we talk about everything, so it was just right. weird to me that you didn't want to talk about it. So it was just kind of like, all right, well, it was it was a little weird. And like I said, I I caught it almost immediately. Like it it wasn't. I don't think it was an hour that went by where I was like, yo, said to myself, what the hell? What was that, dude? I said it even to myself, like, what was that, dude? Like that's not who you are trying to be coming up. So I'm right. not saying that I changed, but I, the way that my communication worked changed. Right. And so I, I knew that I had made a mistake when I took that avenue. You know what right. I mean? Because it's not like you were checking in on me. It was just like, yo, we talk about everything. So it's not hard for me to say, yo, or hit you up and be like, not ask for permission, but just inform you that, you know, something is going on. That was so early in the relationship though. That was so very, very early in the relationship. I think that was within the first six or seven months right i mean i guess but it started off so well that it that had never happened and if something like that was going to happen it, i feel like it would have happened sooner right but there but as i was saying there's a lot of guys who actually have to get permission to do things and i feel like they have to get permission because they don't communicate enough just in everyday life where they can say yo listen i'm going to such and such i'll be back at such and such like a lot of guys don't have that freedom because they don't have a good communication, uh, right. good communication or a good relationship with their ex. Uh, ex. Wow, 
am I predicting something? A good communication with their uh, psychic, partner. Their psychic you know? now. <laughs> I got psychic abilities now. That's that energy that I was telling you about. Mm, you know what I mean? Okay. So, mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> so talking about you going to the gym tomorrow, right? Guys and girls, oh I want to talk to you about gym etiquette. Oh shoot, what's that? When someone has on their headphones, mm-hmm. um, AirPods, and they're working out and they're sweating and they're getting it in and mm-hmm. and they're focused, don't tap them on the shoulder and start a conversation about nothing. Mm. Okay, so I'm very inked up. Right. My whole back is completed, completely tatted down to the side of my thigh and, mm-hmm. and all that. So you could kind of see bits and pieces. I won't say I dress uh, provocatively when I go to the gym. Most of the times I have on either baggy sweats or tights with a tank top. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could see the back of my, you could see some of my tattoos poking out from the uh, my shoulders and up and towards my neck and everything. So I'll be working out, working out, and then I'll feel like a tap. That are, that's already annoying because mm-hmm. what is so important that you have to tap me instead of, you know, most people, if they want to use a machine or something, they kind of just do the pointing thing. Like, are you on this? Right. You using this? Are you done? And you just, yeah, or no, or whatever. So they'll tap and then, oh, hey, I like your tattoos. Boy, if you don't get the f- out of my face mm. right now with this dumb stuff. But I like your tattoos. I don't care. Get out my face. (laughs) Keep that to yourself. Wait till I'm done or something or whatever. But it's just really bad gym etiquette. Mm. You don't disturb people while they're working out just for small talk. And these are complete strangers. Like you don't know them. It's not like your friends or whatever. But we talked about this before. You said that some people take the gym as like a the, club right or the gym something. is their social life that's their social life which is crazy to me because i'm i'm in and out in an hour right yeah i can't i i i'm in and out in less than that if i if i'm not working a routine but some some people and more power to them but they spend three four hours in the gym like yeah but three of those hours are chit-chatting and yeah i don't understand that i don't like to be i don't like talking when i'm in the gym either like not not working out but playing basketball is different but like if i'm working out like Bro, I see you. You see me. Cool. Head nod and keep it pushing. Right. It throws me off my whole thing when right. people start talking to me. So there's, for example, there's one older gentleman. Mm-hmm. He tapped me. I had my AirPods in. I was doing, um, what's it called when you work the the um, the quads? You sit down and you kick it up. I don't know. Leg press? It's, no, it's not a leg press. But anyway, so I was on that machine mm-hmm. and I get a tap. Booty so in the air or booty in no, the seat? No, no, no. I'm sitting down. Okay, booty and I'm in the seat. Kicking okay. my, my feet up. Well, okay. So he taps me and I take my AirPods off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, <laughs> where are you from? Now, when from people Logan. say, when people ask me where I'm from, I know what they're trying to ask, but they're not asking properly. You so, say Earth. so I just have to, so I play a game with them. Mm hmm. Where are you from? Philadelphia. Right. Well, no, like, where are you from? Like, mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. No, like, what are you? What do you mean? I'm a woman. Like, I'm not understanding what, what right. you know, you're trying to say. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. So I, I go kind of go tip for tap. feelings. 
No, because they don't know how to just come out and ask like, right. oh, wh- what's your nationality or this and that. So they just get all weird. Well, anyway, right. and then I, every time he's done asking me a question, I put my AirPods in, but he's not done talking. Mm. So he taps me again, then starts asking me about my tattoos. Right. He taps me again. He taps me about six times. Six mm. times. I don't even know how I kept my cool because I'm just like, come on. Like, are we done? Right. Are we done, please? Like, can I finish my workout? And I think I must have cut my workout super short after that because I wasn't even in the mood anymore to work out. So gym etiquette is kind of like, come on, let people work out and... It's that's, tough. That's that. I mean, if you if you looking if your head is on a swivel, then there's a lot to look at at the gym. And I tell you this all the time. I said I can only really do like workouts at certain gyms because I need shit going on around me. You understand what I'm saying? Like you like to go to a gym where nobody's bothering you. Yes. I like to go to a gym where I could explore all that my eyes can see. You understand what I'm saying? I get more motivated like that. Not that I'm trying to look at anybody or pick up anybody but i'm a huge people watcher you are so i have to be looking at stuff yeah i could care less yeah see i'm different see i go to i we go to la fitness but i go to two different ones Mm -hmm. so we go to the one that's like a damn club that is a club it's a whole club and then certain days because they have like more machines and it's more up to date and everything Mm -hmm. the other one that i go to is like pretty much a senior <laughs> senior yeah, you go citizen. to the old folks home workout yeah it's gym. like an old folks so nothing's updated I went in everything's there, felt really like old. i was in a coffin <laughs> I, I was like yo and <laughs> i like to go there because i get the whole room to myself mm. if i want to do abs if i want to do some box jumps and right. this and that. so if i want to do stuff like that right. i have the whole room to myself right and then for arms they have everything for arms that i need they don't have enough leg stuff for me right and that's if there's one day i don't miss at the gym it's leg day because so i, I i'm to gonna I'm, I'm not gonna beefy. uh i'm not gonna defend the guy who kept tapping you but i will defend other guys who may be um eye hustling because i see it like i see everything um it's you're hard to not look at nice boobs nice booty nice clear skin nice young looking face long hair so people guys are gonna look and um but it's the interrupting thing that is really the 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 challenge i'm not saying anything about looking i'm talking about right when somebody's really getting their there to work out and getting their workout on right and then you keep interrupting them for small talk or for whatever it's just like I'm not like I don't want to be mean, right? But I really don't want to talk to you. I don't know you, right? 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 I just want to work out. Like, can I just work out? You can and go home. You can. Like, that's all I want to do. The hard, the bad part about it is a lot of dudes don't even know how to. They don't have openers. Excuse me, I just burped. They don't have any opening lines. They don't even know how to talk to women. So they, when they when they finally are in face to face, they like frozen. You know what I mean? It's crazy because. We 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 know it. We we know it. And even I used to be one of those guys. I was like I tell you before, you don't believe I used to be shy. So I used to be one of uh, uh, hi, a <laughs> uh, hi, <laughs> hi. That you know. So <laughs> I get it. I get it. I know some guys are you know they're weirdos, but it is what it is. I want to say one other thing. I remember remember before we went to um, I I'm up early. So even when I'm not working out, so or at the gym. So this morning when I woke up, I was um. In the bathroom, I of course I had my phone, and I was going through you know my feed on Instagram, and I came across a person who um, I started following when we planned our trip to Egypt. I said, "Hey, look at um, this girl who went to Egypt by herself. Um, 
you know, she posted a lot of stuff in Karnak Temple and we were like, yeah, we got to go there. Anyway, she posted um, some some stuff this morning. Oh, how do I say this? She's white from Canada. So I, as bad as this sounds, I prejudge a lot. That's just my nature. So I prejudged what kind of person that she might be or who she might be with. Anyway, this morning she posted this long, I saw the first video was her super white, like paste, like pasty white, like super snow white. Then she was in a video with this black dude. And I was like, yes, like my whole, uh, not yes. Like, you know, she was with a black dude, but like, yes, my whole, now my whole prejudice had changed because I thought she was one person or one way. And then, you know, come to find out she was kind of like totally different. Anyway, make a long story short, she posted this long story about relationships. So I hit her up. I'm like, listen, Hey, um, such and such. I started following you when uh, me and my wife were planning our trip to Egypt. Um, your post is very interesting. Um, I like to, we just started a podcast. I like to talk, I like to get you to call in maybe, you know, it's fairly new, but here's the link. Hopefully you can find time. She hit me back and was like, yeah, great. You know, let's work something out. So here's my issue. I'm kind of like the dude now because I'm like, okay, so how do I make this happen? You know what I mean? So now I'm at that weird spot, even though I'm very, personable and very sociable i'm like that i feel like i'm at that weird spot where i don't know how to break the ice with you know asking her to come on even though i asked her to come on you know what i'm saying no oh my goodness i have no idea what you're talking about yeah if you asked her to come on she said yes then go yeah she there. said let's work it out you okay. know what I mean? so now i feel but we didn't exchange numbers so now i feel weird dming her you know asking her so but- i feel like i'll be like hi yeah, but you're DMing Hi. her to ask her to be on our podcast. You're not DMing her to ask her for some tip picks. Right. No, no, no. You know what I mean? No, so it's you like, have yours, all right. I don't, know if I don't need anything. It's, <laughs> it's not DMs can actually be good things. Right. And I'm going to I'm gonna work. I'm going to hit her up because I would really like to talk to her because, um, you know, she I think she was saying that, you know, she had been with some guy 10 years or nine years. And I was like. I've been, I, you know, I've been with my wife 10, uh, 11 years over a decade, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she was kind of the same thing. Like, you know, relationships don't have to be hard. They're very easy. But, but I was like, yo, we're like right on the same page. I would love to talk to you because that's kind of exactly what our uh, podcast is about. So like I said, she was like, okay, you know, hit me up. Let's see if we can work on something. And I told her keep traveling because she travels everywhere. And I would like to know how she does it. You know what I mean? Or, you know, because we like to travel too. So right. I'm going to try to make that work. I'm going to try to hit her up and, you know, figure out, you know, if, if we can work some out. I know she's in Canada, but I don't know which, you know, which uh, province right. she's in. So she could be West Coast somewhere or right. she could be Toronto. Be, or something. I still want to go visit Toronto. If she if she was around that area, that will be. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I'm waiting for the uh, Drake invite. You know, his house is finished. So he should be. <laughs> he should be inviting us oh, soon. Oh, boy. So remember, um. When I told you I figured out a way to end the podcast. Mm-hmm. We're done. We're done. Yep. So you just-